Welcome to Invisible Tears. I'm Jane, host of Invisible Tears. Today I'm here with Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Hey, how's it going? Good. And I'm here with Drew. How's it going, Drew? It's going good, Jane. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. These are my producers, my editors, my writer dies, and my co-hosts for Invisible Tears. So today we're going to do a missing person. I periodically, I, I guess because I'm in that, what do I want to say? That realm. That realm. I periodically go on to the websites for um, the Justice Department, New Hampshire Justice Department. Yep. And I always look at the cold cases and see if there's new ones or they've taken some off. I also, there's a separate page for missing and I periodically go on there. And over the years, I've come across this Lolita Magoon a few times, which she's missing from Hinsdale, my hometown, Hinsdale. That's where I live, Hinsdale, New Hampshire. And it had that she was like almost 80 years old and had her picture, but no other information about her, just that she went missing April 4th, 2016. So I never really thought too much about it. And then um, somebody from Hinsdale approached me and was asking me to, wanted me to do a little bit more, a little investigating into Lolita Magoon's missing, her her missing case. Because she had done, she tried to do some research online and there's absolutely nothing online with her except the Charlie Project. Yeah. But all it has is endangered missing, the date she went missing, her picture, and from Hinsdale and to contact Hinsdale Police Department. So that we we couldn't find anything. I tried finding stuff. Drew tried finding stuff. The person that came to me, she said she had tried to find something online. So we all came up with dead ends. And for a little backstory, who was the woman who brought a Lolita's name to you too because I do find that interesting uh, her name is Casey Cunningham she is actually uh, um, she used to work with law enforcement she's retired from law enforcement down in Massachusetts yeah sorry to jump in there but yeah I always found that interesting that somebody that was in law enforcement was yeah. coming to you going I've heard this name I heard that she was missing but I never heard anything more about it does she live in Hinsdale as well she does she lives in Hinsdale so I do find it interesting that she talk to you to try to find out a little bit more information than going to the local authorities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did find that very interesting and in how she told us the story when we we're at Devin's party. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah. You both met her. Yes, we did. I really found it really interesting too. the second that you gave us her name. Like, don't get me wrong, hitting dead ends and not finding a lot of information. That's that's not uncommon. Right. And we've said before, we're not, you know, private investigators. We're not journalists, you know, that sort of thing. But the zero, zero articles ever written about her, too. I was actually surprised with that. There wasn't one newspaper article None. ever written about her, ever. It was never put in the paper that she was no. missing. No. Not in any local paper. Nowhere. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. I personally found that interesting. So with all that, we decided, okay, let's let's try to dig into this a little further. Let, let's try to use our personal connections and see what we can find. 
So I did two things. Um, one, of course, I used my personal Facebook page. And because most everybody on my Facebook page is from Hinsdale. So I did um, a post on my Facebook page asking if anybody knew who Lolita Magoon was, if they had any information on her. And if they remember her going missing back in 2016, I did get a private message from a girl which wants to stay anonymous. Um, Her mother knew her from the next town over Bradbury, Vermont. I guess she's Thai. She's from Thailand. So the Filipino, um, there's a Filipino group over in Bradbury that, you know, help each other out meet up, become friends. So this girl's mother knew Lolita through that group. She was supposed to get back to me with some more information about all she could tell me was that she was married to a David Magoon and that she was kind of like a um, mail order bride. So that kind of like got me a little bit. I was like, oh my God. Okay. So she's Thai and she could possibly be a mail order bride. Mm -hmm. She's missing and no information out there. Okay. So I'm thinking, okay, this is discriminating. Nobody is covering this because of one, how she got here and two, because of her nationality. So I was kind of freaking pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. I was like, here we go. You know, she's not important because of, you know, who she is and her nationality. And so I got a little bit worked up about that <laughs> <laughs> and got a little bit judgmental about one, the newspapers um, and to the police department. Got very judgmental about it. Well, I think I did that prematurely. (laughs) (laughs) Because let me tell you, people, when you have something like this and you think you know the story and you think you know exactly what happened and what's going on just based on very little information, a lot of times you're wrong. Oh, yeah. We jumped to conclusions that were... we jumped to con- conclusions. Yes, we did. Yeah, we were all pretty fired up and, and thought, oh, thought I was going to go media. I was gonna <laughs> be like, this lady should be in the news. She's still missing. You know, have they investigated the husband? She's a mail order bride. It shouldn't matter. Da, 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 da. I was ready to hit media hard. Until I realized the last name, Magoon, and me being from Hinsdale, there are quite a few Magoons in Hinsdale. They grew up in Hinsdale or the area. So there was one person, um, she was a pretty good friend of mine. I'm going to keep her kind of anonymous. She happened to, happens to be the niece of David Magoon which is Lolita's husband. So I said, all right, I am going to contact her. I contacted her. through. We were messaging back and forth. And did I get a different story? Holy crap. 
So this is where we stand right now. What's the deal? She went missing on April 4th, 2016. Yes, she was married to, uh, she's married to David Magoon. Mm -hmm. uh, David Magoon, they owned a house in Hinsdale. He still owns the house in Hinsdale. And come to find out, she scammed the hell out of him. Ooh. He had worked for Walmart, retired, and she took his 401k and ran. Ooh. I guess um, she was also over-medicating him. Wow. And his health started to decline like very rapidly, extremely rapidly. At first, she took $16,000 out of his account. Said it was to do an addition on her on the house. Um, couldn't find out. She had dragged this other guy, got him involved, said he was the contractor, that um, he was doing the addition. They gave him $16,000. Supposedly, they think that she and him were in cahoots. And um, it was shortly after that is when she started over-medicating him, uh, David, and his health started declining. And the family noticed, and they started stepping in, and they started noticing a lot of things. And it was very shortly after that that she disappeared. She just vanished, disappeared. So David and his niece tried to find her, search for her, talk to everybody that they knew, tried to find her for months, months. They tried hunting her down. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Now, David met her through his sister-in-law. I guess Lolita came to New Hampshire or Vermont area, Brattleboro area from Georgia. And very shortly after she came here, which I cannot find out when she came here, but it had been a while. I know that they own their house. Her and David owned the house back in 2015. So I don't know if that's when they got married and her name got put on the house. I'm still trying to find in the process of finding more information out. So David met her through his sister-in-law. And um, him and his niece just have gone everywhere, talked to everybody. The sister-in-law hadn't heard from her. The Filipino community supposedly hadn't heard from her. And she just disappeared. Well, after six months went by, they went to the police department, explained everything to the police department, how they feel like she went missing, but they think she just basically took off because it was shortly after she took off he found out his 401k from Walmart was depleted out of his account. Wow. So the police department got involved. They started searching. And then all of a sudden, like six months later, I guess, David got a bogus letter stating that this person brought Lolita to the airport and she is now back in Thailand. So they bring this bogus letter to the uh, police department, Hinsdale Police Department. They investigate this. They go to the airport. They screen, like, check out everything they can possibly check out. 
they start screening all the monitors, everything. And they have found zero evidence that she ever boarded a plane at that airport. So they truly believe that she's still in the United States. Yeah. So, you know, come to find out, she just was lying, lying, lying about everything. She's a big ass scam artist. <laughs> and I don't like. mean to laugh about it because it really pisses me off. And even his niece said to me, which was really interesting that she said this. She's like, instead of investigating these people that you think are victims like Lolita, why don't you guys start doing stories on these elderly people that are actually being scammed by these scumbags? And I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, that's, um, that, that brought a whole new view to me. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you know what? You're right. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. And now back to our episode. So very quickly within a week, we went from Lolita Magoon missing and being a victim to in actuality, David Magoon, her husband, is the victim in this whole thing. Yeah. It's so sad. It is mm-hmm. so sad. My heart goes out to him. Yeah. For one, he probably loved this woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he married her. She wasn't really a male order bride. He did meet her through his sister-in-law. So he trusted that she was a good person. Yeah. He trusted her with the finances. He trusted her with his medication. Yeah. He trusted her with all this stuff. And he probably loved her. I think she saw him as a perfect victim. I don't believe that that he's her first victim. Really? Why do you say that? I really don't. Because I think based on what she had done, mm-hmm. I think she, for once, came from Georgia. And not because she come from Georgia, but she came from Georgia. If you look up her name, her actual name is Lolita Senado Magoon. Now, Senado S-E-N-E-D-O was her, I'm assuming her married, her name before she got married and it was Magoon. Mm -hmm. You look her up and you can find zero on her. Previous addresses, previous phone numbers. You can't find anything on social media on her. Like there is no past on this woman whatsoever on the internet. Now, Jen from Dark Valley, I gave her her name. Jen did a quick search because she can go into background checks. Yeah, She can do more extensive investigation on people than I can. And she couldn't find anything. The only thing she found is she married David. They own a house in Hinsdale and her true age. Right. <laughs> um, there was no background, no back info, no, no anything. So when somebody is that careful with their identity, that kind of tells me they're pretty smart and they've done this before. Yeah, it's a, it's basically it's a new a new identity. And David was a perfect, perfect victim. One, he was older. He's never been married. He has no kids. He has nobody to really check up on what's going on in his life. 
you know, no, nobody to, um, you know, visit and, and notice anything out of the ordinary and say, hey, dad, you know, something's wrong with this situation. I mean, it was um, nieces that actually found out about the medication and all that. Wow. So um, the conversation I had with his niece was extremely informative. Mm-hmm. She gave me a lot of information. I've stopped at David's house a few times. Um, I would love to talk to him. I have a few questions. I'm not going to give up. I, it's either he's not there or he doesn't want to open the door for me because he doesn't know me. Thinks I'm, I don't know, soliciting something or whatever. But um, yeah, we um, we did a full circle here. Um, and it's unfortunate. It, it's just, for one, it angers me. Mm. It angers me to no end. I think media still should get involved and do a story on this. Well, at the very least, say, if media and newspaper got involved to actually do the story, it would actually more publicly get her picture out there and circulating around. So yeah. if she is still, you know, maybe she's back in Georgia or maybe she's in another state somewhere. I mean, scamming somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so it, at least it would get eyes um, on her. Yeah. So, you know, this was a lesson to me. <laughs> lesson learned. Jump into conclusions, judgmental. Um, sometimes you really, even though you see something on a website, like Lolita Magoon missing from Hinsdale since April 4th, 2016. The Charlie Project, though, they got it wrong. It's not an endangered missing. Uh, Hinsdale does not. I, I, don't, I don't believe the state considers it an endangered missing. I didn't see it on the website. Okay. So I, I I mean that word should be taken right out. For one, for that bogus letter to come in and say that she's back in Thailand, mm-hmm. that doesn't make her endangered. Right. So that really should be taken off there. She's not an endangered missing person. She is missing because she wants to be missing. Mm-hmm. And she's also not 80 years old either, right? Jen was able no. to figure out that she's six, she was 61 when she went missing too. Yes, she was 61 when she went missing. So she did lie about her age. And the family did know that. Yeah, she was 61. And they had her a lot older than that. She lied about her age. She put herself a lot older than what she actually was. When she went missing, she was 61. And it's funny because um, I did get another quick message from somebody that worked with David at Walmart and they said that they would see him and her come to the pharmacy and she said she didn't even know that she was missing like she knew David from Walmart but she didn't even know until she read my Facebook page she didn't even know Lolita was missing oh wow yeah so it's like a lot of people in town don't even realize that she's missing hmm. or gone. Right. But I know, you know, my resource, David's niece, she was really concerned that we were going to be like trash in the family. Oh, God. Okay. And she was concerned that she didn't want a lot of the dirty laundry put out on the podcast. And there wasn't really any dirty laundry or 
anything to trash, but we would never do that to begin with. Trashing the Magoon family? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, we would never do that. You know, we would have no reason. We just wanted to find out what was going on with Lolita. Right. So we did, I did contact Casey again, the one that came to me, because she was like more concerned about Lolita being missing and thinking that it was the husband, you know, you know, my first reaction was, did they dig up his backyard? You know, are you, are they sure they investigated him enough? You know, I'm like all these conclusions and um, she kind of felt the same way too. But as soon as I told her, Lolita is a scam artist and she scammed David out of all this money, took his 401k and, she was like, she was angry. She was yeah. like angry about the whole situation. Uh, she was angry that this happened to David. Yeah. It's so sad that there are people out there that do this. Yeah. It's sad and it angers me. And, you know, this poor man, I can't imagine what he's been through. Never mind what he goes through. So hopefully with putting this out there, somebody knows something. Yeah. Somebody might recognize her. Obviously, we'll make sure and throw up... Um, the one few picture that we actually have. It is a good picture of her though. It is so. a good picture. Yeah. So it was the picture that was on the Charlie project, but we'll make sure and put that picture up. And if anybody recognizes her or knows where she may be, contact us. Yeah. Or and beware. Hinsdale Police Department. And we'll have Hinsdale Police Department's phone number up too. Um, because that's what the Charlie project had the phone number up and, and Hinsdale police are still investigating this. I mean, obviously, they don't have much to go on because nobody really knows who the hell she is. I wouldn't be surprised if her real name isn't Lolita. So I don't know. Yeah. She sounds like a major scam artist. I'm hoping somebody from Georgia will hear this, see this, and maybe they've been scammed by her, too. That's why she came up here from Georgia and uh, will come forward and maybe... They could start tracking her across the country and arrest her and charge her with something so she doesn't continue to do this. My thought is she's continuing to do this. Right. Um, if she just disappears like that, she's not just going to not do this again. It just baffles me that there's absolutely nothing about her background or anything out there. Like nothing. Even Jen couldn't find anything. It's kind of interesting. But. I hope to find out more information from David, have a conversation with him, let him know we're, we're only trying to help. Yeah. And, and if we can help, we're going to try to help. But thought this was an interesting story. Drew, you got anything to add? Uh, nope, nothing to add on my end. I think you covered it all. <laughs> <laughs> I know myself, I, I learned a huge lesson. I will not jump to conclusions anymore. And I will not be judgmental when something like this comes to me or comes to us because thank god i didn't run to the news yeah the media <laughs> you with the your personal cell phone numbers felt, of all the news people that oh you know my, now <laughs> god, i would have felt horrible texting amy cavino <laughs> <gasps> you know that was one of the first things jessica said <laughs> oh you got to get a hold of amy amy cavino wmur yeah. you got to get a hold of her She'll investigate this. She'll find out why they're not investigating a missing person like they should. And, you know, even Jessica felt the same way. She was like, oh, my God, mom, this poor lady. 
Nobody wants to cover the story. Why, why, why? I know. I was just so baffled as to why like nothing exists. I'm like, not one. That was a piece that like really bugged me. Like at first, the second that you gave me the name, I was like, not one newspaper covered this or wrote an article. That's insane. Like I've never seen that. I've never seen that. So why, you know, and it's not like it's, you know, she didn't disappear all that long ago. It was only seven years ago. So it's 2016, like 16, you would have thought it would have been all over the internet. Yeah. But I'm glad that this was brought to your attention. And I'm glad that oh, we ended up, you know, looking into it. I mean, as much as we could, and then started digging and, you know, going down the rabbit hole and everything, because it still is a case that needs to be covered for, you know, us going in there thinking that, you know, Lolita was the victim, like you said, but in all actuality, it really was her husband, David Magoon. So the case still needs to be covered. She is still missing. And now, hey, we're searching for her, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we have on Lolita. I know it's not much, but it's a little bit more than what is on the internet right now. Yeah, true. We'll put up her picture, uh, the Hinsdale Police Department's phone number. So if you have any information. Also, if you go on the New Hampshire missing page, not the cold case, but the missing page, you will see her. They do have her on there. And there is a phone number that you can call on that page. And you can be anonymous on that page. And and I imagine you can be anonymous with Hinsdale too. Yeah. But I'm sure any, inf- any information you have, even if you worked with her in California for 10 minutes, you know, call in. Uh, Give them the information, any information you have on her, because, you know, there's a good possibility she's scamming somebody else and she really needs to be stopped if she is doing this. Or even if she isn't, she still needs to uh, answer to and, you know, sort out what she has done, at least to David. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they're not charging her with anything. They can't charge her with anything because they were married. But I guess my big thing is stopping her from doing this to somebody else. Right. Yeah, because I was like, aren't they, do they have a warrant for her arrest or anything? And and his niece said, no, they were married. So there's nothing that they can do about it. But they still would like to find her. Right. They absolutely would like to find her. So that is that. We'll have everything up on our pages. And, uh. Hey, if you want to message us, give us information about her, go right ahead. We will make sure we can pass, we'll pass it on to the right authorities and we'll go from there. So thank you very much for tuning in to us. Don't forget, subscribe, like, uh, leave a positive comment, give us five stars. (laughs) And until next time. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Invisible Tears. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to hear all future episodes. Click into our link tree too in the episode description to find and follow us on all our social medias. And it also links to our website, invisible-tears.com, where you can keep current on any events that may be coming up, read more about Jane and the team, and read more about all the Connecticut River Valley unsolved cases. If you want to learn more about my wellness practice, Guided Path Wellness, head to guidedpathwellness.org. There you can read more about me and my certifications, more about the Reiki and coaching services I offer both in-person and remote, 
and read all about my products for sale that I make through the practice. Feel free to utilize the contact us section on the website with any questions or utilize that free 15 minute consultation booking button if you have any questions about what might work for you. Evil may exist in this world, but we will not let it win. See you next episode.